All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both brothers in arms. We have Avery, we have Connor. How are we doing, boys? Doing all right. Um, <laughs> it's uh, almost the end of February, which is the shortest month of the year. So on to March. That was bad timing for a cough. Uh, we're good. You we're got good. COVID? It's also like, like yeah. hey, hey, the mask mandate's ending for uh, for uh, the Mecklenburg County, I think, the 28th. And then they just did a thing for CMS that they're making masks optional um, starting March 7th. But I also, it sucks because this is the time of the year we have the least amount of sports. Baseball hasn't started. Football's ended. So Baseball we, might not start, yeah, to we'll be honest. We'll talk about it, but we, we mean basketball's here, but it's you're close to March Madness, so the end of February is like a really like dry month for sports. Because yeah. in March, it's like start of baseball, March Madness. You start getting closer to the playoffs in basketball. And, and, and oh, no, I think summer's pretty bad. Because, like, summer is, like, at the end of NBA season, you technically have, like, started somewhat for football, but, like, OTAs haven't started or anything like that. And really the only thing that's on is baseball, which is great, but baseball also has a 182-game season. But speaking of baseball, um, there's still lockout going on. Not a lot of people know exactly when it's going to – rear um a lot of people are saying that if we don't get something decided by next week um then we're gonna have to delay opening day um just because would they like shorten the season or just i don't know whether they'll delay it i don't know whether they'll shorten it i don't know whether they'll shorten like the time the training time ramping up to the season here's an idea instead of nine innings do six or seven I would much rather have less games in nine innings than less innings in the same amount of games. They already do seven for double headers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have another better idea. Cut the games in half. 18 innings. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> the worst idea I've ever heard. That, that game would take all day. Five five games, 106 innings. <laughs> See, you, you take a pause after every nine. Come back. Play some more. I'm having a stroke trying to think of that. Oh, also, speaking of someone who is on the podcast, she is returning. Um, she thought that she got fired, but that was not the case. Um, you fired we have Deborah, how we doing? I didn't fire her. Connor fired her. Sheesh. I'm not fired. <laughs> I'm here. Deborah, you do, doing good? Doing good? I'm alive, yeah. There we go. There we go. Connor didn't even respond. Connor, Connor did fire her. For real. You're fired. No, you fired her after you said that you didn't like her segment, which I somewhat created. What segment was that? The mm. the, qui- the quiz Ooh, of the T. Like, the T. When we would do like Spill the NFL the, the NFL quiz after every week, and I had created the point system for it, and you were like, "This is stupid." Well, I, I ended up doing better than I Bama. thought, but Bama. When, when it was uh, the <laughs> when it was the football player, what school they went to, I was like completely out of class. That's why I just guess Bama every time. Hey, I didn't know most of them either. Just the quarterbacks. All right, Blues Clues, calm it down. So we rehired her. She's back. We did rehire her. Welcome back, Deborah. Um, so the icebreaker for today mm. is you get a week, right? So this is the, so this is a good amount of time. I'm interested. You get a week to either go to a specific era in the past or a specific week <laughs> or something like that. Or you get a week to go in the future. But the problem is, you, don't know is you have to deal 
with whatever the repercussions of that week is. So you might want to go to the Civil War, but if you got to fit the Civil War for a week, your ass going to die. But if you go in the future and you go 2,000 years in the future and there's a nuclear apocalypse, your ass going to die too. Uh. So would you go in the future or in the past? And where in the future or the past would you go? I would go. Oh, you got it. I'll tell you exactly where. Going back to either 2001 and telling my parents about Amazon. Be like, hey, invest in this Amazon business. And then if I would also tell them there's going to be this really weird thing called Bitcoin that your son's going to learn about when he's in like high school, when it was like hundreds of a cent. Tell him. You knew about it in high school? Yeah. When I worked at um, the YMCA, I mean, it was big into computers. So I was talking and I was like, hey, I was talking to a friend. I remember it was like, it's like right when Bitcoin became a little bit more well known in like some computer circles of like this new weird currency thing where like nobody accepted it. It was like hundreds. It was like the first cryptocurrency. And like I was talking to one of my fellow guards about like, I wonder what this means. Like, what is it? Is it ever going to be accepted? And I remember when they were asking me, well, I set up like a rig to start mining it. And I was like, I kind of like my computer. It's like a dedicated thing. I don't really have a graphics card for it. It was like right before I got my own first like pre-built PC. And I remember talking about it and being like, I don't know. I I was still like getting paid like what, $8 an hour, which at that point I could have bought like hundreds of thousands of Bitcoins with a paycheck. But I mean, literally one hour of work, you could have bought 80 to eight. 80 to 100 Bitcoin. And then and then I could have saved it this entire time and, and cashed out like a king, but um, you can't have... Oh, hindsight. no, it's just one of those things where, like, hindsight's always 20 Yeah, like, who knows? Yeah. It's like it's like Forrest Gump. Like, I invested in Apple. It's a fruit comp. Like, I think the dude, like, the lawyer for Apple when it first started had, like, 20% stock mm-hmm. and, like, sold it for, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. But, like, if it was worth what it was today, he'd be a trillionaire yeah. or some wild thing. And... So I would tell them Amazon, and I would tell them and tell your son to invest in Bitcoin, and then explain, give them little instructions, mm. yeah. and then go like retire at like thirty. I feel like I've learned about Bitcoin when I was probably a sophomore or junior in college. So this is like twenty seventeen ish, something, yeah, something like that. And the reason why it was such a big thing then was because I think that that was the first time that it did like. It was either like a thousand or three thousand or something like that. Now, obviously, when we're you're comparing it to what it is now, like, oh, 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 one cent when I learned about it. Yeah, but like I think that it was like a thousand or five thousand. But even you think about that, like you invest in one Bitcoin for a thousand dollars, you sell it now or you sell it at its height where it was like 80, 65, 80,000, whatever it was. Um, you've literally eight. Eight, what eight is million it? Eight percent? thousand percent? Eight, uh, it's million. a large percent of your investment that you get back. But, okay, he's going back to 2001. Avery, where are you going? You going forward or backward? I'll do 2000. 2001 had a little bit of traumatic. Just for a week. Just <laughs> for a week. Well, at least you didn't say the Civil War. Why would I want to go back? I don't, I don't know. You give me... Nat Turner's Rebellion. Yeah. Um, Light it up! Hmm. Bro, Nat Turner's wild. Nat Turner felt like he got a vision from God to kill those slave owners. That thing is wild, if you ever know the hey, story. I never heard of it, but that sounds sick. He felt he saw God in a dream, and in the dream, God told him 
to reclaim his right and kill as, as a black as a black man and to kill all these slave owners. And I think when it was all said and done, I think he killed like fifty slave owners. Heck yeah! You need, have you seen Django? Yeah, you need, you need to see Django. Yes, I've seen, seen Django. The movie's fire. We did we not watch it together? No. I remember watching it at the apartment. I don't know who I watched it with. Um, I think, but I, I know I watched it at the apartment. I watched it at Vanessa's mom's. Great time. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Um, no, I would. Uh, I'll stop. Stop Eve for eating that damn apple. Ooh, that. Well, here's nah, my thing. Nah, I would have stopped it. I would if I was there. It would have been different. Do you think that? And now we're not a religious podcast by any stretch of the imagination, but. Do you think you that if Eve eating the apple? Yeah, yes. Oh, I it. thought he said he'd stop himself from eating an apple. No. I was like, what's wrong with this apple? Was no. it lace? I would have stopped Eve. But do you think that Actually, the reproduction process would happen if there was no sin, if the Eve had not eaten the apple? I wouldn't have been do you able think to that we would all and experience this terrible thing. I want to I wanna be in the Garden of Eden before Eve eats the apple. Yeah. Because I from be what Adam. I hear, that thing is wild. That thing, um, you just actually, be chilling. You know what? I changed my mind. Screw that. I would go back to when Vladimir Putin was born and stop that from happening. Why not just assassinate the snake? It doesn't talk That's to the Eve devil. to eat the apple. It's his destiny to die a different way. I couldn't stop him. Back in the day, he didn't know what AK-47 would be. <laughs> what is it? He's got, like, demon power, so I think a gun wouldn't do anything. Holy bullets. Holy water. The holy grail. Uh no, I would have I would have strangled Putin as a baby, or Hitler. What's what's going on? You're you're our resident current event guy. What's going on with that? What's going on with? Sorry. Oh, I know uh, it's crazy, but let him explain. He, can he, explain he they're gonna invade Ukraine, so and we saying what, stop, cut it out. What's going on is Ukraine wants to join NATO, and NATO is basically an alliance against Russia or the Soviet Union back in the day. So if Ukraine joins NATO, NATO can put its forces basically on the Russian border. And Russia does not like this because it's like... Close to Moscow. It's like 70 miles of straight land right to Moscow. And that's how Napoleon and all these other dictators and people invaded Russia and won. They would burn everything to the ground. So Russia doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO, which is why they took Crimea first as like a show of like, you're still under our sphere of influence because they are part of the Iron Curtain. But there was... A few years, a year or two later, there's like these rebellions happening in like the eastern part of Ukraine, close to the Russian border, and that's who Ukraine is fighting. They're like separatists. They're like, it's not like civil war level, but it's like insurgency, terrorism type deal. Hmm. So Russia now's moved all of its forces close to the border because Ukraine is moving closer to joining NATO, and basically trying to do big, big army diplomacy of you see what happens if you. If go against us. This, yeah. Ukraine is like, F you, we're not being bullied. So they needed a pretense to go in. The two regions have movements that claim independence, that they want to be two new nations, one a northern and one a southern part of like this area. So Russia, under the pretense of, we're going to recognize these two countries, which is illegal by every stretch of the word in, in, in the United Nations. You can't do that. You can't like, you can't claim you can't do that. You can't just like legitimize it. It's it, there's a special law against it. So Russia moved its troops into those regions, basically saying like we're going to support their independence, which yes is an invasion. Um, Russia has to know that they 
cannot win a war against NATO if the United States fully commits. Even if China gets involved, you're, China's not going to. China's not going to invade. China doesn't care about Ukraine. So, we'll so you're get, saying that the, the reason why, like, why there's tension, but how does that involve the United States? Because if NATO basically says if you attack any NATO member— it is a automatic declaration of war by every other NATO member. Yeah. Canada, the United States, great. Is the Warsaw Pact still around? The Warsaw Pact is not around. There's you because the Warsaw Pact was Don't the you teach history? He Okay, first of all. There's ten thousand years of human history collected between hundreds of thousands of different countries and religions. Do you, know, do you even religion. know what the Warsaw Pact is? Nope. Okay. It's the so counter of Warsaw. You can teach me it's later. the it's counter fine. of NATO. NATO. So, in, like, whereas NATO is all about capitalism, the Warsaw Pact was all communists who came and did the same thing of yeah. like, if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Didn't but I didn't know Warsaw. No, Bel- I didn't know whether that was the case no, because Bel- Bel- if they, if the Warsaw Pact is still around, then if we declare war on Russia. Then all these other communists, yeah. and it literally becomes yeah. capitalist versus yeah. communist. And Ukraine used to be Russian land too. Yeah, so everything, it's, it's a lot of things going on. Well, the the, the Iron Curtain used to stretch from West Germany down to all those Yugoslavia, Serbia. It used yeah. to be Yugoslavia, po- Poland, Poland, Poland. All those countries to be in the Warsaw Pact, but it was mostly like the satellite communist countries. Russia fears. Russia always understands. There's the Eurasian Steppe. Which basically means that from Germany onward, all the way to Moscow is basically flat land. That's not defensive. In America, it's great. You're surrounded by two oceans, mountains on both edges of both con- uh, on both sides of the continent. So the United States is virtually uninvadable if you really wanted to. But Russia literally Except for where we live. Russia is literally the greatest place on earth to invade because it is literally flat, straight land, and they don't want forces. Too close to Moscow. I heard Israel's super hard to invade. Um, it's because of Jesus. Well, I I heard that I took a Jerusalem <laughs> class in college, and they said that if you, the only thing that I took away from that Jerusalem class is if you're going to invade Jerusalem, you need to invade it from the north because that's the only penetrable side. That's the now I don't know a lot about Jerusalem. Didn't pay attention in that class, but damn it, if I know that Jerusalem's penetrable from the north. Uh, yeah, that's how they took the We city. just turned into a military that's, tactics yeah. podcast. So, I mean... Somebody t- takes our podcast do and invades Jerusalem. If, if Putin... It's our fault. Yeah. I think the problem... We, we get canceled by that. I can't believe we yeah, got the, Israel the invaded. If, if Putin invades Ukraine and Ukraine steps back, Ukraine is not going to be able to defeat Russia because Belarus is part of Russia. Belarus is a country right on top of it. It's like the only member probably left of like the old Warsaw Pact. But if they continue and they push into Poland or something, then it's World War Three, and you got nuclear powers going at it. But I think the problem is, oh, we gonna have the Cuban Missile Crisis. Too yeah, it's it's like basically the. You Cuban- think that we will ever get to mutually? Assured destruction, like we had in the Cuban Missile Crisis. God, I like, hope not. Where we're about to like have nukes fired at one another, or do you think it would just be like I do, a World War Two type? Scenario? I do not believe. Me personally, I do not believe the United States, in its position, would launch the first nuclear weapon because they're not at they're not at threat of being invaded. The U.S. Navy is too large. The U.S. 
The second largest air force in the world is the U.S. Navy. Our Navy SEALs will probably like cut that crap out before it even gets so close to it. So we somehow defuse the bomb before it's even launched. Shoot it, like and we, I, we, I don't. We planted, we sabotaged it to begin with. Yeah, I, I don't. The problem shot is, a dud. we run shit here. I don't think that. Bam. Wow. I don't. I, in my personal opinion, boop, I think boop. that Russia will. Russia, I think, in my personal opinion, I think Russia will stop at taking those two big chunks of Ukraine as a power play because they already launched sanctions against them, and, and sanctions are great. But I don't think Russia's going to back down until they get into a fist fight. Well, shoot, Do Biden don't want to fight either because of his reelection thing. Well, that's the problem is Americans are like, we just finally got out of like a 25-year-long war in Afghanistan, and Russia's just like, I hear no Do bell. Do you want another one? Yeah. But the problem is it's like you're going to get your you're going to get your cheeks clapped. Like – it, it, Who's clapping? Who's cheeks? We're Russia clapping would, everyone's Russia, cheeks. We put so much money into the government. Some ten, some eighteen-year-old with a porn addiction is going to wipe out a hundred yeah, men like by himself. The Russian Giannis Vanis. Yeah, I, 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 I will be honest with you. Those TikTokers are not wrong. You'd have some dude in a helicopter just obliterating <laughs> everything. Hey, and all they need to do is call the rednecks. Yeah. You call the rednecks. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> give him a can. I never Copenhagen. seen snow like this before. <laughs> all you need to do is give him a bag Copenhagen. It just let him ride. There baby. is Marlboro Red some moonshine. I'll tear that a, ass up. There was a book written in Russia that said, "How does Russia like defeat the United States?" And it literally number one rule was. Do not fight the United States in a stand-up fight. As soon as they, <sighs> it basically said, as soon thank you USA, it, USA. It was USA. just like you need to like put pressure on Germany My testosterone and, and, and do the roof all these right things. Now. But it literally said, <laughs> if the United States ever decides that you are a threat that needs to be in an actual war or engagement, checkmate. And I think that Russia is on its. I think that Putin knows that the USS that Russia is on its last legs. Hoorah. Sanctions. Russia is? Russia. Sanctions. Like as a country? No, like you have a lot of problems. Oh, we, in, we are a sports podcast. Hey, I'm enjoying well, this. Speaking oh. of Russia, Germany, and the United States. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. no. You got to let him finish. Let him finish the thought, and then we'll transition that into that. That's perfect. Putin is getting older, and I think that. He fought a bear. Yeah, sure. So did Teddy. With his ears. Help the bear. So Teddy fought him for real, though. I think that. No, we did. Help the bear! Russia he him in the White House. That's gangster. I think the reason why Russia is doing what it is is because it it desperately wants to be like considered so a major right player now. and part of the international community, but they do too many human rights violations. But half their country starving. I think that like so North Korea. More than half the country North Korea. That we know I think of. that Russia is dealing with a lot of problems, and this is a way for them to try to push other issues out. And I think that like yeah, Russia will always exist as an oligarchy, but. I think that behind the scenes, people don't really want Putin in power anymore, and then mm. like he'll get moved. Like he has all the power in, in Russia, but they're gonna like old yeller him. I think the oligarchs probably if I, if a lot of things happen, the oligarchs might replace him. I yeah. think that put him down by Russia the is trying to reestablish themselves as a world as power. An, no, as like the top two world powers, and so they found somebody who is a big personality like Stalin was. Now Stalin's obviously terrible dude, oh. killed. 50 million people from some estimates. Um, but a lot of people, a, a lot of people, I think that like Putin may not be as ruthless as Stalin was, but like Putin is that big personality Bro. that they, Russia can rely on to try to become equals to scare the United pe- States. And I don't think that they can ever do that. No, their economy is not strong enough. Militarily, they're not strong enough. 
And I don't think China cares. The only way that Russia... China just chilling, bro. I don't think Russia understands... Because I like, think that China realizes that if they get involved militarily, they're going to lose a lot of money. Yeah. And I think that China cares more about money than they care about anything else. Because they're communists, but literally have the most cap... Like, arguably one of the most capitalistic societies in terms of economy that is out there. So... China and Russia do have. We're an international podcast. Yeah, dude. We're. I don't know. I don't know how we switch to this. Multi-card pod. Shout out to Belgium. Well, can I say my? Yeah, yeah. Present or future? Yeah, yeah. I'd go to a year from now and see if Russia's still (laughs) around. No, Um, I'd go to like twenty. I'd go to like twenty fifty. I would want to see like how things played out. Because thirty years from now, I think that like everything would be different. The same way in which the nineties. And honestly, like the nineties, we literally were talking about the Soviet union still mm. being around. Um, my dad went to, uh, the Berlin wall. When like when it, like the, the site of the Berlin wall, he was or living there in Germany when what? it fell. Does he have a piece of the Berlin wall? He has a picture with it. My, uh, that's cool. My, when my, my dad was, sorry, stationed, my sorry. you're good. My dad was stationed in West Germany for a few years before the Soviet Union fell, and he got yeah. to take like a train ride through like yeah. East Germany. And like he told me once, he, the photographer was like, "There's no pictures that need to be taken." But if I turn, I'm going to turn around and look at this building over here, mm-hmm. while all of you conspicuously like take out your cameras and like has pictures and like remembers yeah. seeing stuff. Like my, that was really cool. My dad lived there in the 80s, like for like five years. That's my, why my grandpa was preaching for the military as a chaplain. Ooh. And uh, my dad lived in Germany. He said That's the worst cool. worst fights he ever got in were German kids trying to fight Americans. That's where he learned, Sounds how, about to, right. where he learned how to fight. So the reason why I would go to like 2050 or 2040 or something like that is because I think that like so much would be different. Um, and it would be kind of just interesting to see what kind of technological advancements we would come up with mm. in that 30-year gap. I mean, you look at early 2000s, we didn't know what cell phones were. We had pagers. Mm. Um, and so literally in 20 years' time, we went from having pagers to cell phones to from flip phones to slide phones to iPhones. And we've kind of been at a standstill for like probably about five to seven years, 10 years. But if you even look at like 20, 30 years from now, what that would look like, we would probably, we have Apple watches. Would would we have Apple glasses? Like what would happen? I, I think that it would be kind of cool to see the technological advancements. But from a personal level, I would just want to see like, not even to like change anything, but just like how life planned out, like how, like, did I? Am I still teaching? Do I have wife? Do I have kids? Do I? What? What's happening? In twenty fifty? Yeah. Thirty years. Well, you'll. Be, I sure hope so. Because I'd be. You'd be 55. At fifty five, I'm probably retired by by yeah. then. Or I've retired from CMS. Know, North Carolina might be underwater at that point. No, nah, we'd have beachfront property in Charlotte. So. Oh yeah, true. We'd be a we'd, we'd be, be a coastal right there. Town we'd be at that cruising. Point. Yeah. Right there. We'd be a college town. We, we'd be what? A big college town. We'd have ECU, WCU, UNCC, Chapel Hill. Wilmington Duke, doesn't exist Wilmington, anymore. Yeah, Wilmington, Wilmington relocated. Yeah. Yeah. Wilmington, Atlanta style. Yeah. Wilmington's up in Greensboro on the other beachfront. Yeah. All right. So, Russia, hit me up. Well, I'm not Russian, but the Olympics. You are Buddhist. I am not Buddhist. You're Buddhist. Speaking of Buddhist. Multicultural pod. Hey, we are an international podcast. Yeah. 
Hey, last week, last week alone, we had listens from seven different countries. Vietnam again? I told you. I don't know about Belgium. I don't Belgium. Shout out, big shout outs to Belgium. Sorry about the East Western Front. Hey, we tried, man. We 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 ain't gonna let that happen again. Hey, we we got you next time. Mm -hmm. We were kind of scared. It's okay. We didn't want to do it, but we were isolationists at that time. We definitely won y'all the war, but no biggie. No biggie. We just turned the tide. No problem. We just reinvaded France and took over everything from there. Like some G's. All right. Speaking of France and other European countries. Fun fact countries. about D-Day, uh, Canada, speaking of Canada in Shout just a second, um, a lot of people say that like one of the reasons why America was able to successfully invade or the Allies were able to successfully invade D-Day in order to like get France back or start to get France back is because of the Canadians and nobody really talks about them because mm-hmm. from what I understand very polite they had this like they had the front line right and mm-hmm. we obviously had to overtake the front line but the Canadians took everything else behind the front line oh, so like once we got past the front line and defeated the front line just we were cruising we, we were all right so like Canada got it from the back we got them from the front well no so like Canada started from the back and started working their way inland and whereas like all we had to do was take the front lines, and then we're done. We're, we're cruising because Canada's taking everything else. Got it. Good to know. Shout out to the Canadians. I wish y'all could see what his, <laughs> his hand gestures were. Do we want the top 10 gold medal count or the top 10 overall medal count? Wait, we only take all, we only take total. So Totals. Overall? Yeah. yeah. Norway won. Makes sense. They won the whole Olympics. Are you? I oh, thought we you want to quiz this. it? No, okay, no, no. That no. was a freebie. Hey, mean, Norway came in first. I heard it. Heard it here first. Yeah. Terry? Norway. Norway number one. Um, USA. Where's USA at? Fifth. Overall fifth. Okay. Bunch of chunks. Where's Canada? Is Canada on this list? Last. Canada is. Canada's fourth. I was gonna say I don't know. Hey, don't Germany, know. just like D-Day, right, right ahead, so we can come in from behind. Germany. Germany's third. We're coming from behind. Some, Sweden. Is. Sweden's sixth. Russia. Russian Olympic Committee is second. Yeah, because they had too many drug scandal issues. Yeah, they had their little... little the little, 15-year-old who did the... Quad, cheating. What, what is it? The quad... The quad... The quad somersault. The quad... Uh, she, did some, she did a quadruple axle or triple axle she something. She had the PEDs yeah, going through her veins. But she's 15. She had the PEDs going through her veins. Is that the, okay. cheat, the cheating girl? Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Shikari Richardson does weed. Who, who gets expelled from the Olympics? Who, who would have thought Russia would cheat? Next, Why China did they even let them in. Yeah, they China's have the Russian. Not in the top ten. They have the Russian Olympic Committee. They can't compete in Russia anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say don't let them. Finland. Don't let them. No. Great Britain. No. Netherlands. Netherlands is number nine. Denmark. France. Let's go. France is not on. Denmark. Who do we have? No. I have no doubt. So, Norway, Russian Olympic Committee, Germany, Canada, USA, Sweden, and Netherlands. Okay, Switzerland. what numbers are we missing? You, you're missing 7, 8, and 10. Switzerland. No. Oh, Switzerland. Yeah. Said Switzerland. Finland? Did we say that? Yeah, but it's not. Mexico. On. No. <laughs> In the Winter Olympics? Netherlands. Jamaica. Netherlands is <laughs> the Jamaica bobsled team. At least How got they one. Do? Did- I know that that was a big story. Did it? Did they? They even didn't like, even win. They just beat the American team. That was like yeah. the big achievement. Cool running. Shout out Jamaica. Three, three left. I have no idea. China. I, I'm kinda, China already been. Austria, like, Japan, and Italy. Japan. Okay, I don't know whether I would have got that. Uh, Good job Japan. They do Japan have some eight. mountains over there. 
Yeah. Okay, and then I want you all to take a guess of the USA's combined Olympic medals ever, like summer and winter. Combined. Oh, we have like the oh, most. It's, it's like, like it's like a thousand five hundred. I'm going like three thousand. Ten thousand. No, two thousand nine hundred and fifty nine. Let's go! Thank you, Sim. Thank you, Sim. So I heard that also our women's like for the Olympics went showed out because I heard that they had like eight. How how many medals did they or how many um, medals are total? Do you so have that? Norway got thirty seven total, sixteen gold, eight silver, thirteen bronze. Russia got thirty two total, six gold, twelve, fourteen. Just skip uh, down to USA. Those. Yeah. Okay, 25 total, 8 gold, 10 silver, and 7 bronze. From my understanding, out of those 25, 18 of them were women. Women's. Heck yeah. And I heard that the 18 for women was the most out of all the, the countries this year. So, you know what shout the, out to our women. You want to know something some crazy? The United, USSR has still has like... In the top, it's like five. number two. Yeah, it's like of most three. medals, and they they that country doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. They they need. To I work. think in Russia's like I think USSR is number two. I think China's number three, and like Russia's number four. Yeah, it's crazy. They need to let our NHL players back in so we can just sweep the hockey. Yeah, I don't but, know, but Canada might run it up because uh, like I feel like most of the NHL players are still Canadian and Russian. Yeah, but also the miracle on ice never would have happened if that's true. Sean White retired. Mm. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Hey, I said, Sean, Sean White was incredible just because he was – I think that it takes a special type of human to, like, medal – not only compete, but medal in two – like, in summer and winter because it's literally two completely different atmospheres. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think his name's like, Brian Alvarez or something like that. He medaled in the Winter Olympics. I can't remember exactly what he did. I think it was, like, snowboarding or something like that. Um, he, w- he was a silver medalist in the Winter Olympics, but he also plays for the Mar- – uh, yes, the Mariners. Mm. No, I'm sorry, the Marlins. Um, and he actually medaled and got for silver baseball. for baseball yeah. um, in the past summer Olympics. So That's I think sick. I think stuff like that is incredible. But speaking of incredible baseball players – I was introducing your next segment. Oh, thanks. Uh, I'm not a baseball player, but thanks for the compliment. Ooh, got him. <laughs> got him. Drag him. Um, You're doing an MVP segment. Yeah, I know. I was just... I thought we were talking about Ryan Zimmerman. Well, that too. He oh, retired. rest in peace, Ryan. He did not die. Thank you, Mr. National. Thank you. He ain't dead, but... 17 he was, seasons. 17 seasons was the first ever picked by the Nationals organization. First ever. I think he probably only retired because the holdout. What do you think? Nah, I, I think, think he was thinking about uh, it. He wants time with his family while or, while. But his also, kids are he young. wasn't gonna play much anyway. Yeah. Like even with the busted ass national team, he wasn't still gonna play. <laughs> Rude. I, the Cubs aren't, aren't a whole lot better. So did he ever win a ring? Yeah. Yes, they won a ring in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2016 was the was the it, Cubs. Well, they have Max Scherzer. They had Max Juan, Scherzer, Juan Soto, Anthony Rendon was a legit. Zimmerman. Was Josh Harrison on that team? Not yet. You had that really fast outfielder. Oh, Victor Victor Robles was. Victor Robles. Yeah. I you also had Adam Eaton. His last yeah. name sounded like Roblox. Jan Gomes. Oh, yeah. Kurt Suzuki. Yeah, the squad. 
Rest in peace. They're not R- there anymore. R- R- All right, baseball. Okay, uh, <laughs> so I have the MVPs for MLB from 2000 to 2001. I quit. 2001? Not to 2021. I was supposed to say, oh, but one since year. not only are we doing MLB just I alone, I have MLB and then I also have NBA and NFL. So do do well. I say we do NBA or NFL first since we know them the most. MLB because I know nothing. I think that it's going to be hard because there's two MVPs. Why don't so, you get it over with? All right, that's fine. Um, hey, I'm gonna let y'all know. I don't know. I'll try my best. Mike, Mike Trout. Yeah, he has a few on. Here. Shohei Otani. Shohei yeah. Otani, you are correct. Um, if uh, Jose A-Rod. Abreu won it last year, are we, are we guessing yes. a year or just a Rod? No, we're just we're just trying to guess. Oh, Albert A-Rod's Pujols. Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols is Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Oh, Barry Bonds here is on like seven of them. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, oh, is, uh, I- Ichiro. We got half the list. Ooh, Ichiro might. Ichiro be on is two thousand one. Um, let's see. I think that Clayton Kershaw won a MVP. Yes. Really? Yeah. I think he's one of the few that won it as a pitcher. Victor Oladipo. No. Victor Oladipo so is an NBA player. player. Um, uh, let's see. Bryce Harper won a couple. Twice. Bryce Harper won it twice. Deion Sanders. Shout out to Bryce Harper, the greatest baseball player to ever live. Uh, False. Uh, let's see. Deion Sanders. Oh. No. Um, Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu already said. Yeah. Big Poppy. No, I don't think everyone MVP. Who is it? Big Poppy David Ortiz. No. Hmm. Let's see. Who would be like some big? Derek name? Jeter. No, no Derek Rand- Jeter. I know Alex Rodriguez. Sure. Randy Johnson. A Rod's already on there. Randy. I don't think Randy Johnson's on there. Buster Posey. Ooh, Buster, Buster Posey is on, is on there. Let's see. Then Cody Bellinger. Cody Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich, good point. Can't wait to get to the Mookie. NFL where it's all Mookie quarterbacks. Bats. Mookie's on here. Um, let's see. There's some really obscure right. ones, I'm sure. Hey, get They're your phone on. out. I'm done. I don't know anymore. Get, go. Just look up uh, in MLB teams. Do you want the teams? I have them written down. Oh, yes. You could have just said that. Well, you said you didn't have them right. written down earlier. We got Buster Posey and Barry Bonds. Okay, where are we at? Atlanta. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Freddie Freeman, yeah. Chipper Jones. Uh, Miami. John Carlos Stanton. Mm-hmm. Chipper Jones. He never won. The MVP. Cubs. Anthony Rizzo. No. No, it's Javier uh, Baez. No. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Oh, Dang, bro. Javier Baez didn't win an MVP. He was just not on the yet. cover of the MLB. Uh, not yet. He ain't never won. <laughs> Toronto. Um, Josh Donaldson. Josh yeah, Donaldson. good point. He fell. I was going to say, Vladdy finished second. Pittsburgh. McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Detroit. Oh, Miggy. Miggy. Miggy's on mm-hmm. there, I think, once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit again. Miggy? No. Scherzer? Prince? No. Verlander? Verlander. Ooh, didn't know Verlander won an MVP. 2011. Okay. Mike Trout ever win? Yeah. I mean, Mike Trout yeah. won like He's got like times. three. Uh, Cincinnati? Vado? Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Ooh, good job. 
Texas. I thought you knew baseball, Jacob. I'm kidding. Um, well, they, they're the trash no, can. You, the trash can. Josh yeah. Hamilton. Uh, Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Joe Meyer. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got that one. Boston. Pedroia. What year? Tw- 2008. Pedroia? Yeah. I'm so good at this. Uh, Philly. Two thousand six. Ryan Howard. Mm-hmm. I said Josh Howard. I'm gonna say Ryan. Uh, Minnesota. Two thousand six. Uh, Carlos Santos. No. Uh, Joe Maurer again. No. Nelson Cruz. No. <laughs> uh, you said Minnesota. I have no idea. Ryan Braun. No, it's <laughs> Justin Morneau. Justin. Oh, Justin Morneau. Okay. Oh. Ryan Broad played for the Brewers, not the Twins. How many more we got? Like two. Uh, Anaheim? Anaheim Angels? Yeah. Was it Josh Hamilton again? No, 2004. I don't even know anybody from Was it a... I can't remember if you said it. Vladimir Guerrero? Oh, I, oh. we didn't say that, but that I, was a good one. I didn't know he played um, for them, too. I forgot he played for the Angels. There's an Oakland in 2002. It is. It it's is, not Ricky Anderson. Yeah, it's not Ricky Anderson. Anderson. He's. Um. Would you? Would, could it have been like a Jason Giambi? That's two thousand. For yeah. Oakland. Yeah, you got one more in two thousand. Must say Jason Giambi. The one I know that could have won. Um. Let's see. Was this the Moneyball team? <laughs> he, know. Um. He left before. He, he, he left before no, the Moneyball team. No, it's not Ricky Henderson. Who? Who else would be on that team? He was Jason part of, Giambi was, he was part, part of the it. home run hitting squad for a sec. No, mm-hmm. he wasn't part of the Bash Bros because that was in the 90s. Is Conseco. it Jose Canseco? No, Canseco's oh. in the 90s. You know what's funny? Canseco follows me on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know why. That's why. Jose Canseco follows me on Twitter. I can't, I can't think of it. And uh, Justin Miguel Bieber. Tejada? Yeah, I would have never Bro, got Bro, Miguel Tejada played for the Orioles with my boy Slamming Sammy. Bro, Miguel Tejada was my mother trucking dog. I forgot he was on the athletics. Bro, when he was on the Orioles, man, man, I used to play him all the time. He was on uh, MLB The Show 2004, and, and me and Miguel and Sammy, we were just bashing ba- baseballs you, until he got caught with steroids. But, hey, other than that, we we, we forget about that. Um, but The Giants, 2000. Bro, hold on, I'm sorry. But you know what's also wild is that, number one, <laughs> Sammy Sosa was on that team with the yeah. Orioles. Miguel Tata got caught with steroids while he was on the yeah, Orioles. Squad. Rafael Palmero was on that team with the Orioles. All three of them either got caught with steroids or were suspected of steroids, and they were all on the same team and were terrible. How does this happen? You can't be <laughs> juiced up on steroids and still suck. I don't get it. Uh, if we're talking about the Giants, I'm going with... What year? 2000. We already said Barry Bonds. It's before Barry Bonds. No, I know, I know. Who the heck would be in the Giants? In the it's the year 2000. Willie Mays? <laughs> Tony Gwynn? No. I have no idea, girl. Jeff Kent? Would have never got that. All right. Let's get, Tony I, Gwynn wasn't that was the hard one. Let, let's get to you NFL. NFL? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, well, here we go, Connor. Right, I Pey- got this. Peyton Manning won it five times. Peyton Manning's definitely on here. Drew uh, Drew Brees never won, but Tom Brady did. 
Tom Brady won it three times. Aaron Rodgers won it four times. Mm -hmm. So now we have Lamar Jackson, twelve of them. Patrick Mahomes. That's fourteen. Yeah. Um, We have fourteen out of the twenty-one. Did Brett Favre win? No. No. Brett Favre never won an MVP. I don't think. I think he won it before, like nineties. Yeah, Yeah, the nineties. Matt Ryan. Um, Matt Ryan Ryan didn't win it. Cam won it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're at sixteen out of twenty-one. So we need five more. We need five more quarterbacks. You mean? Yeah. How many more do we have? That's kind of crazy. Payton had that many. Yeah, Payton had five. Six. Okay. Six. Uh, AP had won it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did Barry Sanders win it? No. 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 He did have. Did one. Cal- down to two thousand to two thousand six. I think much. Calvin Johnson won it once, didn't he? No. Mm-hmm. No. no. Two thousand two thousand six. You have Peyton Manning in two of those years, so. I'm just giving you a time period. Okay. Chad Pittington? No. <laughs> the early 2000s is, is the limit of my football knowledge. Can we get teams? Chargers? LT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LT, Latami Thompson. Uh, the Seahawks? Sean Alexander. The Raiders? Brad Johnson? No. Was it that running back? Do you know what? Do you know if he's a running back? No. I wrote I down know. names and teams and um, years. Raiders, right? What year? 2002. Bro. Trent. Is it Charles Woodson? No. It's like Charles Woodson won Trent, one, right? No. That he was won a Heisman. Heisman. Um, Trent something? No, no. It's Rich a running Gannon. back. What? I never would have got that. Brock Lesnar. Um, the Rams, 2001. Oh. Uh, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. That's 2000. Kurt, Kurt Warner. Greatest show on turf. And then in 2003, Peyton Manning split it with someone from the Titans. What? They split it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, that wasn't the... Uh, is that Chris Johnson's year? No, no. That's way too early. Who was the quarterback for the Titans when they played the... Not uh, Warren Moon. No, it was... Um, it's not Vince Young. No, it's not Vince Young. It's, it's the other black guy. Number nine. Was he on top? Was he on the uh, Madden he's, cover? No, he's number nine. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Number nine. Yeah. He played for the Ravens earlier. Do you want his name? No. Yes. No. I know it. Don't say it. Steve McNair. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah. Steve McNair. I knew that. Why'd you have to say it? I'm mad. No eight. My bad. He's on a wait. Yeah. I'm just glad that I got it. All right. Steve McNair him? died, right? Didn't we talk about this one time? Thank you. Because we thought he was on the All Prison Team. Let's I don't out. think he got murdered. No, the problem was we thought he got murdered. And I'm pretty sure Adam <laughs> came on the show and was like, Steve McNair didn't get murdered. <laughs> All right. Um, he died in 2009, the year he was on the cover. Rest in peace, Steve. Thank you, Nan. He got uh, he got shot. So he was murdered. In Nashville. Rest in peace to a real one. All right. Hey. Let's get to the NBA. NBA. All right, so we got LeBron is on here a couple times. Yes, four. Steve Nash is on here twice. Yes. Kobe, four. Kobe is Three. on here once. Once. Nah. Yeah. Because he's mix- supposed to come on here. Uh, Dirk is on there twice. I'm mixing him Dirk up. Dirk is not on here. Dirk is definitely... Tim Duncan's on there twice. Tim Duncan's yeah, on Dirk here Dirk never twice. won MVP. Russell Westbrook is on there. Yes, once. Shaq. KD is on there. Shaq is on there. KD uh, is on Kevin Durant. I know who that is. Well, you didn't seem like it. It's KD's on here. 
Um, James Harden. Yes. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Steph. Steph is on here twice. Yes. Um, let's see. How many more? Yeah, that's a good question. There's a lot of repeats in the NBA. Did you yeah. all get Tim Duncan? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Dirk is on here once. My bad. Let's wow. Just once. Just once. Wow. You're missing like four or five. Think Kawhi won at one time. What year? 2001. Allen Iverson. Yes. Good. AI, yeah. 2004. Steve, uh, Jason Kidd. Jay, I was thinking Jason Kidd, too. No. What about uh, um, Kevin Garnett? That's who it is. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. Good for you. Uh, 2011. LeBron. No. The Bulls. Oh, Derrick Rose. Oh, D. Rose. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Has won mm. one. No, he didn't. No. Dwayne Wade never won one? Uh-uh. No. Uh, 2021. Oh, who just won it? Didn't Giannis just win it? No. Year or team? The Nugs. Oh, Jokic. Jokic. I forgot yeah. about Jokic. Dude, my arm is asleep right now. All. all right. So, speaking of the NBA, we do have to talk about – the, they just came out. This is the 75th anniversary of the beginning of the NBA. And we have the top 75. I got it. I got you got the, it? I got the teams, yeah. Well, I got them, not the teams, but I got the names. Do you want me to say them all or just? No, just do like the. Well, I want to talk briefly about the. I want to talk briefly about it. Because here's my thing. Right now, Shaq is number 11. Yeah. And I think that that's a travesty, personally. Oh, they have them ranked? Yes, yeah. they have it oh, ranked. Oh, I-, I thought it was just these were the top 75 no, players. No, they have it ranked. So, from my understanding, what's happening is you had – I feel like everybody kind of has the exact same top four. You had Michael one, you had LeBron two, you had Kareem three, and Magic four. I would kind of agree with that. Yeah. You have Kobe that I I'm not looking at this list by Kobe the way. was like six. Kobe was ten. Shaq was eleven. Um, you also had Larry, which was seven. I think Bill Russell, which was six. I think the Wilt list is- Chamberlain was five. All of these players are on our polls on Instagram right now, naming the best NBA franchise of all time. Hey. Shout outs. Self promo. So, here's the top 15. I'm looking at it right now. Number 15, you have Moses Malone. You have number 14, Dr. J, Julia Serving. 13, Hakeem Olajuwon. 12, Kevin Durant. 11, Shaq. 10, Kobe. 9, The Big O, Oscar Robertson. 8, Tim Duncan. 7, Larry. 6, Bill Russell. 5, Wilt. 4, Magic. 3, Kareem, 2, LeBron, and Michael, 1. I feel like you got to move Shaq where Bill Russell is. I think you need to move Shaq where Bill Russell is as well. And I know that like a lot of people are saying that like Bill Russell is arguably one of the best defenders. He averaged 22.5 rebounds a game, which is like insanity. Yeah. But He also played in a different But also, like, yeah. here's my thing, and I've been wanting to talk about this on the podcast all show. When you look at the – if you look at the Celtics – 
between 1956 and 1969 in comparison to Steph Curry, KD, even Shaq's era, you're looking at two completely different games. And so if you're comparing Bill Russell versus LeBron James, it's going to be two very different things. Mm -hmm. And there's no stopping that Bill Russell can't come into today's NBA and dominate, but more than likely he wouldn't be able to because the reason why he averaged 22 and a half rebounds a game is yes, he might, it might be pure athleticism and I might have to give you that. But for the most part, in my mind, at least, the reason why he's able to do 22 and a half rebounds a game is because there was no limit of what how long you could stay in the paint. You could literally just be the biggest dude, stand under the rim, and mm. when somebody shoots it and they miss it because you're six inches taller than everybody else, you just literally grab it. me grab ball, me shoot ball, me grab ball, me shoot ball. And so when you have Wilt Chamberlain or Bill Russell, Bill Russell's 6'10", Wilt Chamberlain 7'1", when you are – that big and and you have no limit of like oh like Wilt Chamberlain you just got to put him in the daggum paint give him the ball let him shoot it if and because he's so close to the basket and because he's so tall he could literally just turn around grab it dunk it and like yes I'm we might be over exaggerating because they might have other people that were as tall as them but for the most part I feel like 99.9999% of the people that played in Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain's day were not nearly they might have been they might have been freaks mm-hmm. but they were probably shorter than 71 yeah. which Wilt the stilt was I mean it was just different eras uh different rule sets different everything and I think you just got to it, it's hard to rank them especially like only 75 cuz like they left Dwight Howard off this list but put, like, Dame on it. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's stuff like that, a lot of questionable things. Now, I, I, and uh, real quickly, I do want to address one thing. Um, they have KD as 12, and they have Steph at 16. I want to hear your thoughts Steph, on that. Steph needs to be higher than him. I think I, Steph needs to be higher, and I think KD, yes, he's arguably one of the greatest shooters and best scorers we've ever seen. But if we're lo- talking about – I would argue the best shooter Steph we've ever seen, the game. and he and the impact that he had on the game. Then we got to put Steph up there. I think that if you put here's my here's my list, and I'll let you get. He's to got your two thing. unanimous MVPs. Two unanimous. So I I'll you know what I'll I'll bridge the majority. I'll go MJ one. I'll go LeBron two. I'll even say I'll keep the top four the same. I'll mm-hmm. keep go Kareem three, Magic four. In my mind, they could be flip flopped, but I think that that that's okay. Right now, I'm going with Timmy D five. Yeah, I'm going with Larry six. I'm going with I'm going with Hakeem Olajuwon seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going Shaq eight. You know what? If we're giving love to Kobe, I'll put Kobe nine and I'll put Wilt ten. I'm tired. Just because Wilt's, bro, Wilt's stat line. He scored a hundred. Thirty point one points per game, twenty two point nine rebounds a game, and still average five assists per game. You know what annoys me is like how much the modern era of basketball slanders like guys like Larry Bird and Dr. J, and doesn't realize how good they were. But I think. But like I said, dude, 
I mean, even you look at Kareem, like you look at Kareem or Oscar Robertson or even Larry Bird and Magic, like we're in a completely different yeah. game. And so like, and, and I think that that just comes along with being in, like, I think that just comes along with sports because if you look at Jim Brown in back in the day versus like, find this post versus like Derrick Henry like yes you might see Jim Brown if you drop him into 2022 he might run all over people but also it could be that because he was in the 50s and 60s he, he was helped out by the era that he was in so I don't know it's one thing taking away when you look at the athleticism mm-hmm. how much of it is athleticism and how much of it is like the air helping the era that he played in dude so the NBA or someone posted a thing. I think it was during the All-Star game or after it. Uh, the NBA Mount Rushmore of, like, the most influential players. Not the best, but the four most influential NBA players. And they had um, Magic, LeBron, Michael, and Kobe. But I feel like Allen Iverson's got to be on there, right? If you're talking about influential Who'd you say again? I think it had I think it had Magic, Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe on it as the most like influential. But it's like I ain't about to hate on LeBron, but like when Allen Iverson came in the league, bro, bro everybody I'm, was wearing AI jerseys. I'm dropping Magic or I'm dropping LeBron and, and Kobe. AI and I'm putting Steph on that list. No, AI bro, wasn't on it. I'm well, saying I'm, I'm, te- I'm you're trying to put AI on it. I would drop LeBron I, and Kobe and put Steph in AI. Maybe. I think. I think that you would maybe have to put Wilt on there just because Wilt, like, he is the reason why we have a three, like, a three-second rule. I think the NBA needs to stop putting active players on any of these lists because when you when you say top 75 players of all time, the players who are currently active, I think, should not be on that list because their careers could end tomorrow. Or play for another 10 years. And I feel that if I said Derrick Henry, top five player of all time in the NFL, you're put, you're locking him at that position. You should have a retired and current or something. Because I understand that, like, yes, LeBron is, like, the exception to this rule. But I think but it's— But that's because of his longevity. Yeah, I think that's one of the issues I have with it where it's like— it's unfair, like I think. Putting Damian Lillard on it. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I think bro, Giannis, Giannis made Giannis it on there. Giannis is 18. And it's like, I understand how great Giannis is. Giannis is 26 years old. Yeah, and I'm like, you're That's telling crazy. me that it's one of these things where it's like, you're telling me that all these other players, he, like. He's above KG. He's above Charles Barkley. Giannis. He's could, above Jerry West. I hope. I love Giannis. I love. He took my boy. Carl Ray, Malone. He took Ray Allen's number. But. That's crazy. Still upset about that, but um, I still think that Giannis's could Giannis could end could retire tomorrow, and someone like Steph Curry could or someone behind him could easily surpass him, because you're telling me out of how many godforsaken years has there been in the NBA? Seventy five. You yes. you're telling me that there's Giannis who is 26, who now fully came into his own, who's great is in your top 20 greatest players of all time in the 75-year existence with the thousands of NBA players. Now, I know that 
No, you make a good point. I, I know that NBA you. players' contracts don't last that long, and like you're usually, it's it's like the unspoken rule. Like, but yeah, he's two he's two steps down from Steph. It's like Steph, and it's one of these things where it's like you're telling me that there is Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. I I, I could see those. You can see those, but you're telling me that like Hakeem Olajuwon, where is he? What number was he? He was. 13. So you're telling me that Giannis is five points away from Akeem Olajuwon. You're telling me that, like... I mean, my thing, my thing is, like... Where's yes. Kawhi Leonard? What number is he? He's probably, like, 20 he, or something. I, yeah, I don't so know. So Giannis is higher than Kawhi, even though Kawhi was I would Spurs. Say that, I would say that, personally, I would go with Giannis's career versus Kawhi's career. Yeah, Giannis but the, is, you he was two final MVPs, but I don't think Kawhi has ever made really that big of a splash during the he, regular season. Yes, Whereas but right he, now Giannis, or yeah, well, well, right now Giannis has two MVPs and one championship to show and for defensive it. player and of the a year. defensive player. He, he's of the like year. the only player to do all that. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, Kawhi literally dragged. I mean, he didn't drag the Raptors, but the shot. Yeah, where he sent the 76ers and home, and he's the, he was on the Spurs team. He's and, the reason the Spurs beat the and Heat. He, and we all agree that if Kawhi wasn't, it wasn't hurt with Paul George, they probably would have won that championship. Like. It's the same thing where it's like, but also I think basketball's somewhat rigged to the point where tall players win defensive players of the year, and you know you're not going to see someone short like Kawhi get that award. I mean, unless maybe he, not. Kawhi but, has a defensive player of the year, well, but he also has a defensive player of the year. Kawhi isn't like, that short, but I think the only the way that players. you could do it is if you were like leading in steals. Mm-hmm. Um, is Allen Iverson on this list? Yeah, uh, so let me let me see if I can find some of the big names. The, the one man to cross up Michael Jordan. I'm cool. Dirk, with the top five. But Dirk, seventeen. AI created the crossover and like influenced the whole era of basketball with like the the style and being yeah. like that's what I mean with the most influential thing. What about Charles Barkley, twenty three or twenty two. Charles was twenty two. Charles was twenty two. They are John, disrespecting these OGs. John, John Stockton, twenty four. David Robinson, twenty five. Disrespect. Isaiah Thomas, twenty-seven. I feel like you can't put Giannis over Chris any Paul, of these guys. Twenty-nine, right now. Dwayne Wade, thirty. AI, thirty-one. Scotty, thirty-two. Kawhi, thirty-three. Scotty, thirty-two. Scotty Pippen. Dominique uh, Wilkins, thirty-six. Who made this list? The NBA, ESPN. Uh, Steve Nash, thirty-seven. Wait, the ESPN made this list? Yeah. Patrick Ewing, forty. Give me get. Garrett- Gary Payton, the claw, the glove, forty-two. Woo! Love his jersey. Um, I'm trying to look for any of like, but how do they put Dame over like Dwight? Wes Unseld, forty-eight. Shout out. That's crazy to me though. Like I'm just hung up on the Dame being James. Honest. James is fifty. James, James Harden. Harden. Yeah. James Harden is still one of the most prolific shooters of all time. Pistol Pete, fifty-four. Clive, fifty-three. There's some more. Sounds like I'm hating on Dame, but it's kind of crazy. Dwight's not on this after like how huge he was for that ten, like those Orlando eight, ten years. Houston, yeah. Dennis sixty-seven, Russ sixty-eight, Carmelo sixty-nine. Nice. I would take Dennis <laughs> Rodman An- over Anthony. Uh, Anthony Davis seventy-one. If you're going what? Anthony Davis not deserve and uh, Damian Lillard is number seventy-five. Um, if you were going to tell me, Dwight, pure, if you're going to tell me pure defensive, I would take uh, Robinson over Giannis. Robinson, Who? what? 
Den- it, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. You said no, you Robinson. said Robinson. Sorry, Dennis Rodman. I would take him defensively over Giannis. Yeah. Because he would, that was his specialty. Yeah, like, but also Giannis averages twenty points a game, whereas Dennis Rodman averaged eight points a game. Yes, he but he didn't need fifteen rebounds. He didn't need to average a lot of. Hey, you saw that in the documentary when Michael needed Dennis to step up, he stepped up. But yeah. I think that's one of my other issues is you're talking about different eras Snatched of basketball. Him out of the strip clubs, <laughs> don't send him to Vegas, um, or the NWO. Thank you, NWO. But I think that in people with chairs while he's supposed to be preparing for the finals game. I still think that basketball is different. Like, we see a much less positionless player, positionless basketball game versus back then it was like the era of the big men. And, you know, I don't know. I just don't like it when they put – there's a few active players I'll allow. Like, LeBron makes sense that it, he definitely deserves to be on this list. But um, I, I think that putting Giannis in, like, the top 20, it's like – I guess because it's fresh. It's like, give me, give me like a, a I mean, team of basketball historians. So Kaylee showed me some some of the stats, and, or Deborah showed me some of the stats while that was going on, and apparently KD or apparently Giannis has as many or has as much forty point games in the NBA Finals as Kobe, KD, and Steph Curry combined. Um, yeah, because he is the scorer on the team. Giannis joins Michael Jordan and Akeem Olajuwon as the only players in NBA history to win an MVP, a Finals MVP, a Defensive Player Award. Maybe he just did it all so fast; it's insane. I I think that it is like he's still good. I still he deserves to be in the no, top seventy five. Like, no, I'm with you. I think that it's just one of those things where it's like we're talking about it so. Like, my man's been in the league. Yes, he's been in the league for a hot minute. He's probably been in the league for about eight years. But it it's so – I don't know. I don't know whether you could say anybody's top 20. Even Patrick Mahomes, if you he balls out at eight years, I don't know whether – I think that's still too early to judge whether he, or not he's going to be because his, that great, top his, 20 great. You're playing a sport that can end your end your career tomorrow. You know? And I think a good example is Zion Williamson, where like he's been out for two years, and the trajectory I see is Joel Embiid was hurt for two years and came back was great, or he's Greg Odin, who was hurt a lot and it was over. Yeah. So Zion came in as potentially the next king of basketball. The New York Knicks wanted him. It was first round pick. It was the biggest deal coming out of Duke, his athleticism, his ability to score. Dunking was his expertise. Dunk contest sucked. Let's just talk about it. That was terrible. But you're telling shout me shout out to Obi Toppin. Yeah, shout you're out you're telling me that like this player who has prime, like everyone was just like, this is it. This is the next one. Hurt two years, second foot injury, end his career next year by not playing. You can't put him on. A, you don't know the trajectory of any player. Yeah. And I feel that like you know you have some of those greats that play into their twilight like i think steve nash played a little bit longer than he should have where like he wasn't that great and all that other stuff like god help him he's still one of the best players of all yeah, time but like he was on the lakers yeah like but also that trade was supposed to be chris yeah. paul and that would have been awesome yeah. to see but that'd been wild i think that would have changed chris paul's trajectory and in, in, in all these ways Thanks same with kobe. kobe but i i mean i understand why he's on there but it's like a part of me's just like also my problem with zion is i think that zion like is 
a bad teammate. Like it's yeah, one thing even... that if if you're a great teammate but you get hurt, that's unfortunate. But it is what it is. Yeah, he hasn't even texted CJ McCollum. He or hasn't anything texted CJ McCollum. JJ um, Redick went on first take yeah, recently and was kind of just like, I can say as a person um, who worked with Zion, like he is a detached teammate. And I don't know. I think that like it's one thing to kind of be a like kind of isolate yourself just because you need to focus on your injury, um, focus on rehab and everything like that. But I think that it's another thing where if you're supposed to be the face of basketball, if you're supposed to be the next dude, and yes, you have all the athletic, all, all the athleticism in the world, but if you want to become that next dude, you got to embrace the leadership abilities or the leadership that, that entails. Yeah. Like, you look at Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard nor KD is that great of a leader, but they lead by action. They lead by example. Um, they lead by example, but they're also not going to kind of dish like it. He The reason KD, KD wanted Kyrie, talked to him. Hey, he said, Hey, I want you to come here with me. And Kyrie goes with KD. Same thing with Paul P- or Paul Pierce, Paul George with the Clippers. Kawhi. Like Kawhi reached out and said, Hey, I want you to come play with me. Whereas like CJ McCollum is supposed to be the running mate to Zion Williamson. They would be good and, together too. And Zion is just pretty much just like not saying anything, not saying hello, not reaching out. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, but speaking of people who might be on their way out, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers, people still don't know where he's going. Um, cryptic Instagram post. I didn't see it. Do you, do you know? He just, like, thanked a lot of people, and it was really kind of, like, ominous of, like, yeah. you didn't know if it was, like, thank you for being supportive, I'm leaving, or, like, thank you for supporting me, I might stay, or it might have just been, like, thank you, everyone, I just want to say thanks. Yeah, it was like, very cryptic. Like you could have taken it like three different ways. He, he posted like a quote picture, and then like if you swipe, it's a picture of Devontae and Randall Cobb, and that's the game he didn't play in against the Chiefs. Jordan Love played in. There's a picture of that. Everyone's like reading into it super deep. But on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, he just said, "I was just thanking my teammates," and I was looking through pictures, and I got real sentimental. But he said he's not making a decision yet. Yeah, but he will soon. I, bro, I I know that I could see him retiring. I could see him retiring too. I mean, I mean, he's done everything that I feel like. Yes, he might want one more championship, but he has four MVPs, second most all time, just behind mm-hmm. Peyton. Um, and I know that the dark splotch in his legacy is going to be that he only won one Super Bowl. Barely. <laughs> Shut <I'm> up, <laughs> y'all! Y'all barely beat y'all barely beat the Cardinals. All because of Santonio Holmes' fake news catch, um, but yeah. So no, I'm just. I'm not even gonna go there. Um, but I think that we could see him in a. I think we could see him in a Broncos uniform. Um, I heard that. Yeah, since they can't draft, might as well just get a a good vet. But I heard that I I can't remember exactly who it is. Nathaniel Hackett. No, there was one team that I saw on CBS Sports who's trying to make a big splash in is it the Saints. It might be the Saints. Who I heard the Saints. The Saints are willing, or the Eagles. The Saints and Eagles are both willing to like trade away a bunch of stuff to get like Russ or something. I don't know why. I don't know why the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts is a decent quarterback. But nowadays, since the Kyler Murray thing, they want success immediately. So 
I mean, trade Jalen Hurst to Seattle. Let him yeah, play that's Seattle. who it was. It was the Washington <laughs> Commanders. Um, they're trying to to make a big splash and trying to get somebody. Mm. But I couldn't see Aaron wanting to go there. No, I couldn't see it either. Um, I can but, see him in Denver or back in Green Bay. That's a, so that's we like talked about it a spots. little bit, but All Star Game, um, Obi Toppin won the dunk contest. It was pretty ass. Um, <laughs> it was kind of just boring. I don't know. It, to me, and this could just be my thing. They missed like, so many. Well, that too. But I think that we become just like so desensitized to dunks that like just regular dunks. Like a 360 or mm-hmm. like a windmill or something like that, which like that's definitely hard to do. Don't get me wrong, but like we see Ja Morant do that in on in a, a game to game basis or Miles and, Bridges. And so when you see something like that or Miles Bridges, when you see something like that, you're like, bro, like we need we need Aaron Gordon, Zach Zach Levine type stuff. Dude, um, I, and I, I think that also you might be. We might have been spoiled because of Zach Levine, because we look at highlights of Vince Carter and MJ and Kobe and all these other legends who have done the dunk contest. I still can't believe LeBron never did one. I'm surprised he didn't do one like his first year. Yeah. But obviously he shouldn't be doing it now. Um, Cat won the three-point contest. Shout out to the big man. He was the last Um, person I thought would win it. He had the highest or the lowest odds. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that he was at plus – 150 or no, 1500 1500 that's what it was um and so i was like bro you put a hundred dollars down on cat he wins you get 1500 back did you see um, uh did you see his run like his last run dude had like dude, 29 was, or something he had 29 and missed like his last like three shots like mm-hmm. he very well he very easily could have had 32 that money but it was, that money rack and the 4.1 he like he missed the 4.1 yeah but he like hit all his money rack except for one also, Team LeBron, they won this this year. Um, I don't think that it was really any doubt. I mean, you have Steph, you have LeBron, and you have Giannis all on the same team. Um, LeBron is now five and zero as the captain. What a stacked team! Um, <laughs> this God. is his. Th- this was his seventeenth All Star appearance. Um, so he's five and zero as a captain. Steph dropped a fifty burger on us. Um, he dropped 16 three pointers. He shot I think it was like 16 out of like 24 three pointers. He shot a half court, no look. Like he turned around he halfway. He turned around, yeah, from after, half court. But I don't know. I think, dude, that's that's he's just insane. insane. He's so good. Yeah, Steph, Steph's the dude. I feel like we're just used to it. It's like it's impressive, but yeah, we know what's going in. I don't know. Anytime that anybody like shoots it and is so confident that they start running away, mm-hmm. like. You have you're either like that's very impressive, mm. or you're gonna become a meme like Kimball yeah. Walker or Swaggy Pete. Like mm. that that's the two options here. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. When he like shot it, looked away, and then it bounced out. I, I and he it. like kind of did yeah. a shimmy. What's your yeah. favorite All Star Game moment? I'll start with mine. If you want to think, mine is when Kobe and LeBron were like in Toronto. And Kobe had the ball, was ISOing LeBron, and LeBron's like smacking the floor. Dude, boys. you know what's crazy is that was the first one that came to my head too. Oh, that's my favorite one. Or uh, MJ and Kobe in the All Star game too. Yeah. When they were talking junk to each other, it was in the last dance when he was like, "That little boy from the Lakers gonna be following me the whole night." <laughs> yeah. I love Michael. I don't know. I like. I always wonder why we get why we're so harsh on. 
the NFL with the Pro Bowl, mm. but not harsh on the NBA. Because, well, like, I yes, think- I understand that, like, the NBA, like, that we want them to see crazy yeah. shit. But, like, All-Star bro, game- the NBA doesn't do defense so, either. So, the All- right? sorry, the All-Star game is kind of like an advertisement for their season. If you look at it that way, it happens in the middle of the season. They have the rest of the year to go. It's also like a vacation for the players. So they just go play an exhibition game for fun and no play defense. But, like, you could put on more of a show in basketball than football. I think that no one is watching basketball hoping someone's going to play, like, lockdown defense. And in Kobe football, it's like year. I want to see someone get freaking rocked. So, like, I think that, like, if you're saying, like, this guy caught a catch, yes, putting up massive points in football is awesome. But at the same time, seeing some dude's head get taken off is one of those, like, I'm watching football to see a guy get tackled really hard. Mm. But in basketball, it's a you show. stealing the ball, I'm not I'm like, cool, you stole it. Now jam it into a fast break. Because I think that, like, the, the intensity goes from zero to, like, 100 in a much more gradual way in basketball. Of, like, you steal the ball, that's cool defensively. You, you know, yeah. you get past someone, you— Plus- you cross someone up and then you the jam Pro Bowl's it. after the season too, yeah, but so for it's like football. It's like football gets thrown, a dude gets tackled, and then there's a break, and then something else has to occur. No, I get you. It's just one of those things to me where like my biggest thing is, and I might be spoiled a li- little bit because MLB does take it so seriously that like in my mind, the thing about the NBA and the thing about the Pro Bowl and the thing about the All Star Game for MLB is that like. In my mind, these are the dream matchups. Like, you will never see another time where you can literally have a Patrick Mahomes throwing it to a Stephon Diggs, whereas George Kittle, or George Kittle's obviously not in the NFC, um, or not in the AFC, but you, like, you kind of, where he's throwing it also to Mark Andrews. And so you have this like dream matchup and it's the same thing for basketball. You're never going to see a time where you see Giannis, Steph, and LeBron. And so it's kind of one of those things where you want kind of that competitiveness of like, oh, it's one five on five, the best five in the world versus the best five in the world. And let's, let's see what happens. And I understand that like it's in the middle of the year. You don't want anybody to get hurt, especially when it's not, for like an NBA championship, but as a as a spectator, as a fan, like yes, I understand that you want to see some crazy stuff. You want to see the dunks. You want to see the three pointers. You want to see see everything like that, the showcase per se. Um, but I think that it would also be super entertaining to see LeBron James or Giannis lock up KD and like play it seriously. Play it seriously. I don't know. I just think that. I, I might, like I said, I might be a little bit spoiled because yeah. MLB, it's like Shohei Otani versus Freddie Freeman. Let's see who's going to win. And Shohei Otani's going to throw curveballs. He's going to throw fastballs. He's going to do everything else. And they they take it lighter a little bit too. Whereas like, Does not the- everybody's going to play the full game. But when those people come in. They're trying to work the count. They're not trying to swing at bad pitches. They're trying to hit home runs. They're trying to beat the other guy, and the pitcher is trying to strike out Does base, the other people as well. Then I think what base, what basketball, not basketball, what football should do is limit the players. Instead of having 11 on the field, maybe only bring it to three linemen. I'd do like seven on seven? Yeah, like, like more of a street-style football where like 
the lineman can then break off and run yeah. for a touchdown, like kind of get rid of the rules. Like a seven-on-seven. Seven like drill. a seven-on-seven seven where it's like you got – so let's say, for example, you want to have your line, your big – I guarantee you if the Pro Bowl had big boy linemen lining up to catch passes and breaking tackles, that would be awesome because I think that the NBA, like no one really fouls in the games. Like they don't really play defense and like the refs don't really try to stop anything. And in baseball, it's like, let me just serve up a, a freaking meatball for this dude to launch it. I think football needs to take their Pro Bowl. No, they, re- they really pitch in the All-Star game. Well, yeah, I'm sure they do. But um, That's what Jacob just said. Did you just listen to anything that I just said? <laughs> yes, but what I'm saying is, like, when you're playing the All-Star game, it determines the the who gets, who gets home, home field which, advantage. Which means that, yeah, they want to, but... If you're on a, if you go to the All Star game and I'm on a really crappy team and I know there's no chance in hell that my team's making the All Star, I'm going there to have fun. But if football just said, you know what, you can just not be aggressive, but send three linemen out there, three defensive players, have anyone play any position, or like NFL hell, if you took Madden streets where OBJ direct snaps the ball to the QB and Patrick Mahomes has got to run around, well, not maybe not OBJ with his ACL tearing, but like. You know, you, you can just do a bunch of fun stuff, and I think that's fine. Like, that would be a little bit more interesting. What were you saying? I was just – I just think the NFL is never going to take it serious because of when it when it is, and they don't want to get hurt. But you do it in the middle of the season, no one's going to care because they're laser-focused. It's the most physical. Yeah. I just don't see the NFL ever taking it serious. No, for sure. But for the NBA, it's – like I said, it's a showcase. You can put on a show with the NBA. That's why, like, the dunk contest sucked because it's, like – got these dudes coming in here missing dunks and it's like at least make it but that's just my take no i feel that i i i think the nfl it's i don't know what solution they could come with maybe just do like a really cool skills challenge and skip the game i mean i think that if you do like you do a fastest man you do a longest throw you do uh, a variety of different things um if if we're talking like i think that it would be kind of cool to have like a a big ass relay race and take yeah. the best people from the NFL, take the best or the NFC, take the best people from the AFC. Do like and a then, meter run and have them like, in order for you to move on, you have to hit a target throwing. And then once that happens, then an offensive lineman does like a, like a sled push. And then once they pass a certain point, then the next guy does a run. And then the next guy, like, does an interception or a tackle yeah. or something like that. I think that that would kind of be and keep dodgeball because dodgeball and keep dodgeball. Also keep longest throw. I still don't know why they don't do that. But no fun league. But that's it. That's well, we greatly appreciate you listening. Um, we will see you guys next week. We were a multi-sport, multicultural, multi-ethnic podcast today. I do have some news. Apparently, Troy is gone from Fox. Troy Aikman. I think so. Well, he's going to Monday Night Football. I don't know. I'm waiting for updates, but we'll have to talk about it next week. Breaking news. Breaking news. You heard on the I Can't Deal With This podcast. It's kind of like when Connor said that UNC Charlotte was going to the ACC. I was completely confused and flabbergasted. At that I moment. really thought that we were about to break some news on the I Can't Deal With This podcast. And I was, you know what's crazy? Is I was about to post on the Instagram page. Oh, UNC Charlotte <laughs> to the ACC. So we would be the first ones to know about it. But then I'm like, you know what? Let's not because we might look like idiots. And I'm glad that I didn't because the ACC and the AAC are two fucking different conferences. Yeah, that's that's on me, boys. That's on me. All right, guys. Well, we will see you guys next week. Y'all have a good one. Later.